We are celebrating today the Feast of the Annunciation. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to Pathways of Hope. Because we're celebrating today the Feast of the Annunciation, our gospel passage for today is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, of, of Luke, rather. This is in chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The passage recounts the appearance of the angel Gabriel to Mary, announcing God's choice of Mary to conceive and bear the Son of God. Um, only Luke's gospel carries this account of the Annunciation among the four gospels, although there's a little bit of this in the Gospel of Matthew, although the focus of the Gospel of Matthew is uh, Joseph and his response to the news that Mary has conceived a child. I just like to point out five things for our uh, meditation, for our reflection for today. Uh, these are very extraordinary things uh, that takes place because of this announcement, an extraordinary announcement, in fact. So just five things. The first one I'd like to point out is that this is a simple birth announcement. It's an announcement of a birth. And um, this announcement, however, is a little bit quiet, uh, almost secret, very private, and no one was around. And it's not accompanied by the pomp and the circumstance that usually accompanies announcements of royal births. So it's taking place in a far-flung village to a simple young maiden. Um, this is almost insignificant. Contrast this with the grandeur of similar announcements uh, that are given that's usually done uh, with royal people. Yet this is a significance that changes the uh, course of human history. It's a life changer. Even our historic time is reckoned by the uh, birth of this child. Second thing I'd like to point out is that this simple birth announcement is actually a historical point in time where the divine enters into human history. Now that is something very amazing. Um, this was unprecedented. No other religion teaches or claims this. The mystery of the incarnation is unique to Christianity. The third thing I'd like to point out about this announcement is that this announcement is actually a declaration of war. With the annunciation, God invades human history. God invades the kingdom of Satan, the stronghold or the dominion of Satan. In other words, the world. And he declares war by entering into his territory. He's not beginning or he's setting in motion his great rescue operation of souls. He's beginning his work of redemption. The fourth thing I'd like to mention here about this particular announcement, which is very extraordinary, is that this announcement brings out who the child is or, you know, what the song goes during Christmas. What child is this? Sino ba ito? Ano klaseng child ito? See, the mysteriousness of the circumstances surrounding the birth or even of the conception of this child brings out the greatness 
and the significance or the importance of this particular child. The angel tells Mary that, let me just quote it from scriptures, he will be great. He will be called son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David. In other words, the child is a great king and more than just an earthly king in the line of David, he is in fact, this child is in fact, the son of the most high, namely God himself. That's really amazing. That's something, you know, you can't wrap around your, you know, you, you might can't wrap around this thing. His name, Jesus, that's given him, actually identifies him as the savior because Jesus means the one who saves. Lastly, the Annunciation brings out who Mary is. From the words of Gabriel, Mary is full of grace. He's the highly favored one. She is blessed with the full presence of God himself, which renders her worthy to bear the very son of God in her womb. Now that affirms, brothers and sisters, the Catholic belief that Mary is without sin. And from the words of Mary herself, what we call the, her fiat. Fiat simply meaning her free decision to submit to the will of God. That shows her her humility and her obedience, qualities of a true servant, or what she's called as the handmaid of God, which she herself uh, mentions in her Magnificat. Her fiat also shows her to be a woman of courage. Because if you remember, she, despite her not being able to understand what's going on. Uh, she submits and she obeys despite her lack of understanding uh, what announcement meant. She had the courage to obey and let God and his will run its course in her life. Given all of that, brothers and sisters, what will these things mean for us as we ponder on this mystery of the Annunciation? Just three things. First, uh, trust in and obedience to the will of God, even if we don't understand everything now or even later, it's still the greatest response of a disciple. Look at Mary, her obedience and her trust in the will of God brought forth our own salvation, brought forth the Savior. Secondly, God's ways are not our ways. Who has known the mind of God? God becoming a man? God redeeming through the death of the Messiah? Well, God is the God of surprises. So one thing we will learn from this annunciation is to learn to allow God to surprise us just as he did to Mary. Lastly, brothers and sisters, the season of Lent reminds us that spiritual warfare Warfare is still going on. The Annunciation brought that warfare, brought that arena of war right here in our midst, right here in this world, in our lives. In other words, the battle for our minds and hearts. And so let us be vigilant as disciples and continue to fight the good fight of faith.